0: This, this is the Australian Rescue Podcast. Rescue Podcast. This is the Australian Rescue Podcast. When we looked through the carriages, and it didn't take us long because um, there were roughly about ten people that were injured and still alive. And then we looked at the mechanism in which they were trapped. We have to make sure they're they're away breathing and circulation, of course, and any bleeding, and and try and arrest that, which we did. And so you look at the types of materials, and I'll tell you what was amazing there. We had like a row of, um, reminds me of ants, ants from a nest to a food source, where they sort of um, uh, running along and, and passing things between each other. I was in there and at one stage I wanted a wood chisel and a, and a rubber hammer. And so I turned around to the young police officer beside me. I said, mate, I want a wood chisel and I want a rubber hammer, please. So he turned around and went, wood chisel, rubber hammer, wood chisel, rubber hammer, wood chisel, rubber... And this went right up the line to the truck. And they got the any tool we wanted. So it could have been hydraulic spreaders or... Or, or a saw, whatever it was. And then I'd hear, rubber, rubber hammer, rubber hammer. Here we are, we are chisel, what chisel, rubber hammer? Here you are, guys. Thank you. And I was chipping away some of the timber. And uh, it wasn't easy because, as you say, that, that era of carriage was made up of um, the seats were sort of um, cast steel and uh, very tough and very splintered if you broke it. The roof was sort of timber with a tar between the layers like plywood. And so you couldn't use mechanical saws. The friction would cause heat, which would stick the blades in the hot material between the laminate. And so a lot of what we were doing was by hand. And, uh, and little things like I came across one lady and she was compressed to the seat at the front of her. And she said, oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So I just got my pocket knife out and I cut down the side of the seat in front, down her seat, down the side, pulled out the stuffing, like the cushioning and the springs in the seat, and that flattened it a couple of inches at the front and a couple of inches at the back, and that gave her ample room to expand her chest wall to breathe. And she said, oh, thank God for that. She said, now, oh, that's better, that's better. So, number one, she's now breathing properly and she's conscious. So we just comforted her and then moved on to others that might have been in urgent need of other medical uh, intervention. So they're little things that you do. You you assess the situation, you work out what tools you need, you work out the safety and factor of all of that and then you go ahead and do it.